0: You are now listening to the Winter Circle Podcast, presented by Desert Diamond Sports. Hosted by Mr. Outlaw, Jenna D, and Ro Shocker. Welcome back to the Winter Circle AZ Podcast, the 2024 edition. I am Ro Shocker with my co host Jenna and Mr. Outlaw. How are we feeling for the new year?
1: Feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. Excited to be back on the Window Circle podcast, and excited to give you our, our our takes for today.
2: And I'm very excited. Back at McFadden's, back in the West Valley. I just moved, you know, to the West Valley too as well. So excited to bring in the new year with a bang and give out some good sports picks and talk, you know, talk sports.
0: That's right. We are live at McFadden's here in Glendale at Westgate. Awesome place to come visit if you guys ever get a chance. Great place to hang out on the weekend. And we got a lot of big stuff in store. There's a lot of things to talk about. Week 18 in the NFL. Yes, we got Week some 18, big, big, big tips for you guys. Can't wait to share them. But first up, $250 free bets. Does that sound nice? I think so. Get ready, Arizona, for an epic welcome on our sports podcast, Join us online where the cheers are amplified with a fantastic offer. Kick off your season 1-0 with a roaring $250 in free bets. As a new player, score big with a 100% match on your initial deposit, giving you up to $250 in free bets. Experience the excitement as free bets are granted as five equal value bets, totaling 100% of your first deposit amount, up to a thrilling $250 in bets. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342. NFL Week 18 is here. I can't believe that we're already at the last week of the NFL season. There were so many things that happened last week that we need to talk about. The first one big controversy lions versus cowboys mr outlaw i know you've seen it in plenty of times give me your take of everything that happened in that game
2: yeah it was a uh, crazy game i really thought the lions had it you know the lions had it at the end uh they felt like you know they got cheated on that on that uh off what was it off sides oh, yep. yeah no yeah yeah legal illegal touching um, but no, one thing I do want to touch on in, in these games where a team is in control, you, you'll see a team in control the whole game in terms of defense. And then at the end, um, there's a scenario where they let up and they play like this prevent defense, and then the, the other team just comes right down and, and, and scores. And you saw that in the Lions game, and it just sucks. I have money on the on the Cowboys spread. It sucks as a bet when you see a team in control on defense the whole game and then at the end of the game they play this prevent defense. The corners just lay back and just let them just run down the field and, and potentially score it. was It was crazy. But, no, overall it was a, it was a great game. It, you can kind of see what, what you're going to expect, in, you know, in terms of playoff football. Um, they, it was those atmosphere. And you, you kind of get that this week too um in terms of playoff scenarios you got teams still looking to clinch still looking to um you know make that playoff berth but what the lions already clinched and um the cowboys had a chance to right or
1: No they they clinched as well at least a playoff berth but nothing else more than that
2: Okay right no home field advantage or anything yeah. like that
1: um but yeah like you said um that that holding call or missed missed call or Whatever, whatever it may be because there was yeah. uh, legal touching. Well, there was multiple issues in that game. I think it started right from the jump. Um, there were a couple missed calls right away that could have shaped the end of the game. Um, and this, this win for Dallas um, last week basically created this uh, – or stopped their losing streak um they have never been to the super bowl when they have lost three games in a row so mike mccarthy has said that before and something that he was very aware of and um so this win for them really meant more than it did to anybody else even how it came um the lions uh that did hurt for them um They've already clinched their spot, but now um where will they end up in the NFC? Um will they stay up on the top or will they move down? They're guaranteed at least the number three seed as I'm seeing here. But um depending on how their game goes against um Minnesota this week, uh that that will really determine how that how that plays out for the Lions.
2: Yeah, so real quick we have Minnesota taking on the Lions um so Minnesota is on the road three point three and a half point underdogs you do think uh so is Minnesota still has it no Minnesota's eliminated so um yeah so I think the Lions take this one at home and you know end the season on the on the bang what do you guys think
0: yeah, I think the Lions is um they'll they'll come out strong for this game and take this one at home. Um and you know, I just want to touch on this game. Dan Campbell is someone that's known to be, you know, a gambler himself out yeah, there. Yeah,
2: yeah, he goes for it, man.
0: Yeah, and he did it a few times that game. There was one big fourth down conversion that they didn't convert where they could have kicked the field goal and you see this ended up being a one-point game. But um one thing to point out to everyone is with the illegal touching, Dan Campbell goes over everything with the referees pregame and draws out the plays and everything for them and says, Hey, we're gonna do this. The one thing that was confusing was there were two offensive linemen that ran out of referee at one time. It was a lot going on. And so the ref, you can tell, got confused by that play.
2: He was eligible. Right. But
0: They did everything right. Um, Taylor Decker reported eligible, and, yeah, it was just a missed call. And you look, Dallas, perfect night. They ended up going 8-0 at home for this season. It was Jimmy Johnson's, you know, special night. And I think even C.D. Lamb broke uh, Michael Irvin's record for receiving yards, if I'm not mistaken, in that game Michael Irvin was in
2: the building too as well. He was. He
0: was. He was watching the game. And so this game was played Saturday night with a lot of big implications because no one didn't expect the Arizona Cardinals to pull out a big upset over the Eagles, which then dropped the Eagles from second to fifth and allowed the winner of this game, which ended up being the Cowboys, to now have that number two seed in the NFC. Um, Let's go ahead and jump into this game with the Eagles and Cardinals. It it was a crazy game. I loved it. If you're an Arizona fan, you probably loved it as well. It it was a game where the Cardinals came back from behind and they fought. They didn't play like a team that wasn't in the playoffs. They, They played like they had something to play for, and Kyler Murray led them. James Conner with the one hand reception yeah. in the end zone. Tell, take me back to to you know that game and what did you like and what what was your take?
2: So yeah, my take on that game, like I said, the that offense is you know towards the end of the season seems to be clicking. You know with um, Rondell Moore, James Conner, and Kyler Murray, that offense is clicking. The defense, you know, next year they'll they'll have to make some key free agents and off-season acquisitions. But I like the way the offense has been playing, and I said that game was going to be, you know, a high-scoring, very exciting game, which, you know, which it was. Very unfortunate for the Eagles. They're reeling at the at the wrong time, um, you know, losers of what, their last four. And, um, you yeah, know, it's very unfortunate for them. They need to find, you know, some, some chemistry. They're, they're not looking like that Super Bowl team from last year. But yeah, no. shout out to the Cardinals. Um, they play the Seahawks this. You know, they, do. they play the Seahawks coming up on Sunday. And so the Seahawks I, I think need it, that win. Yeah, Seahawks need to win. But I think that momentum rolls over into into this upcoming week for. But I
1: think we do need to talk about the Eagles just for a moment. Yeah. Because uh, that loss for them really did hurt their their chances. And now, if the Cowboys win this week, that that hurts the Eagles even more. Even if the Eagles win, the Eagles will see that their playoff run is um, on the road the entire time. Um, so I think the other big thing that happened this week is uh, the Ravens and the 49ers both clinch um, the division, um, both clinch the buys. Uh, what did you think of that, uh, Mr. I, Outlaw? You
2: know, I think Lamar Jackson's winning MVP. Why do I hear talks about um josh allen went mvp what, what's going on with that like is it that's just ridiculous
1: so with that the only thing he has right now going for him is this weekend he might break the record for most rushing touchdowns for a quarterback in a season right now him and jalen hurts um oh my god i just saw this earlier it's 50, it's 14 by cam newton um so right now josh allen and jalen hurts are sitting at that um Whoever basically gets one this weekend will, will have the regular season um, rushing, rushing, rushing um, touchdowns record. And so that is why um, right now Josh Allen is still in the mix. But Mr. Outlaw, you are totally correct if Lamar Jackson does not win this MVP. There is definitely something wrong with the system there.
0: And you know one thing to look at too is um, coach John Harbaugh has already said he is not playing his starters they have nothing to play for they're going to rest some up for the playoffs some of, some of them, them. Most of that's most right of them. yeah but Lamar Jackson will not be playing Ty, um, I think it's um Huntley's going to be playing so if Josh Allen comes out and has a big huge game could that tip the MVP odds to his favor
2: I don't I don't think so I think the ravens have very quality wins and the bills lost to some very suspect opponents um yeah i think the the strength of schedule is a is a very good factor in terms of the you know the mvp and just lamar jackson just the way he looks out there you know his team is just like needs him uh, needs him to be out there needs him to be on point he just has every i think he really has everything clicking right now
1: and i think he definitely put on Basically a showcase last weekend against um, the Miami Dolphins, five touchdowns, perfect passer rating of 158.3. I mean, you really can't beat that for Lamar Jackson right now.
2: Another thing I wanted to touch on, too, I know, Ro, you said a lot of players from the Ravens will be out, but there's a few players with some incentive bonuses, um, one being Odell Beckham. You think, you think he plays and get those incentives? I think he absolutely plays.
0: Um, I want to say Odell is like, what, the third wide receiver on that roster? And um, I know he's one because he is a little bit older. Um, he wants to stay warm, you know, st- and, and, you know, money's on the line. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure if he goes up, tells his coach, hey, let me get out there, try and, you know, get a certain something in there, they'll let him play. Now, one of those incentives look kind of tough. I don't see him getting, what, the two touchdowns. I mean, I could be wrong. He
1: could. Yeah. He could. <laughs> I mean, no, if nobody else is playing this weekend, then he might. But I um, just – on that too, they said last week during the game that Odell has been one of those leaders in the back that they really needed. that's somebody that they've been missing um, in previous years. That he's been through it. He's been to a Super Bowl. He's won been the, in the won a Super Bowl. Well, he I don't think know, he he did play. He didn't? he didn't play, but he won. Okay, yeah, okay. they he was on the team. Um, but they um, they basically have it all going for them, if they could just wrap it up in a nice little bow, I really think the Ravens this year might even have the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, and you know what? I want to say he did play in that Super Bowl. Yeah, he got injured in the Super Bowl. Um, He had a big catch, and then, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's how I know. I'm like, yeah, he did play. Yeah, and
0: unfortunately – yeah. yeah okay, but yeah, this it could be something the the ravens are are clicking on all cylinders right now. They're a team that um, the betting odds is probably in their favor right now to win the Super Bowl. They just looked really, really good between the Ravens and the Niners. They've both ended the season real strong. Um, I do want to jump into the AFC and NFC South divisions. Both divisions are still up for grabs. You look at one division. There's three nine and seven teams um, in the NFC South. There's two eight and eight teams, and even you know the seven and nine team is still can have a chance to win it. Give me your picks of who wins each division.
1: I was looking at it right now, and I, I that was my pregame, what I was really trying to decide for myself, who was going to win the AFC South. Uh, right now, Jags sitting on top, followed by um, the Texans and the Colts. Um, whoever wins that game is going to get the playoff berth. Whoever, if the Jags somehow lose to the Titans – And then whoever wins that team moves into first place, wins that division. So literally everything in this division is up for grabs. Everybody has beat everybody. Um, It's totally even. I really don't see the Jags losing to the Titans. So I'm going to have to go with the Jags. Because they beat Texans and the Colts um, just by their win percentage. Um, and their strength of schedule. So I'm going with the Jags on winning that um, AFC South championship.
2: Yeah, I like that too. I think I'm going to go with the Jags too as well. I think they I think they beat the Colts and uh, win the division. And what about the NFC South?
1: Um, the NFC South, right now Tampa's sitting on top. They're playing Carolina. So, again, same thing with with the win against carolina the, who only has two wins the whole season um they will be sitting at top but you have the falcons and the saints still playing uh them playing each other um the saints keep get the keep the saints can't get a win uh for the most part everybody who's tied with them beats them out strength of schedule win- win percentages that type of stuff um
2: See, Hawks still in it was
1: well, they're not in that division. Okay, it's the Falcons and the Carolina.
2: I see. I see.
1: Um, but so like, the, like how I went with the Jags, I'm gonna have to go with Tampa. I don't see them losing to Carolina, which would then push them up into the playoffs.
2: yeah, absolutely, definitely good call. I'm definitely gonna go with Tampa Bay Bucks. I think they keep it rolling. Uh, last last week was a little hiccup; um, they couldn't really find a lot of points, but I think Baker definitely beats Carolina. Who just thank you, Carolina Panthers? While we're at it, Chicago Bears are very happy right now.
0: And speaking of that, Mr. Outlaw, congratulations. First pick in the draft. Um, speak on it. They look like they could potentially have two first round picks in the top 10. What do you want to see the
2: Bears go after in the draft? Well, I think the Bears should definitely get Maserati Mar from uh, Ohio State. Also, I th- maybe an offensive tackle. If not an offensive tackle, a uh, a solid safety or corner. Shutdown safety or corner. I don't know if they have a, you know, a top 5 prospect in the draft, but you know, look for one of those um key positions and then I think the Bears would be alright next year to be honest with you. I'm I'm loving how we're we're looking. Uh, I think Justin Fields stays. A lot of a lot of people were saying he was going to get traded, and the you know the Bears were going to trade him. But in that last game, a lot of the fans were in the stands saying, "We won Justin, we won Justin." And yeah, I definitely agree, man. I like Justin. I like more. Moore says, you know, that's his guy. So more, uh, more and Maserati Marv seems like a, a great combination.
1: So I got a question for you now. What position do you think the Bears pick for the number one? Because previous years, you know, quarterbacks have always been pretty up there. That's who originally they thought was going to go, but Bears Bear uh the Bears have a good quarterback now. Do you think they roll with him or
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, I think they keep Justin Fields yep. and probably probably go with uh Maserati Marv. But Okay. Yeah, he will probably have to be number one overall then because yep. What's their other pick? They have two first rounds, so they have the number one. And, and what's the other one?
1: It's nine, nine
2: right now. Yeah, Marjorie Marv won't be – he won't stay that long. So, we'll have to be the number one pick or unless they, like, trade off or do something like that. And, you know, that
0: could be something that could happen if there's a team that wants a quarterback at number one. Yeah. And the Bears, you know, trade back just a couple of picks and still get their guy and add some draft capital too? Yo, that would be nice. Yeah.
1: So, where do you think now the Heisman is going to go?
2: Oh. No, yeah. where do you
1: think he's going to go? Oh. I he- I've heard talks about the Giants, but do they bring in a quarterback to play and compete against their other quarterbacks now? Or do they move Jade into a wide receiver and.
0: Yeah, I think Jaden's going to stay at quarterback, but, um, I mean, let me ask you, you're a Giants fan. Uh, where, where would you want to see them do with that?
1: I mean, if we did get another quarterback, I mean, it would definitely, that's what drove Daniel Jones earlier in the season. Um, was that, was that fight Tyrod Taylor, DeVito now who they didn't, who they didn't know he was going to produce anything. Um. So do they add a fourth quarterback? Drop Devito, um, drop Taylor uh, based on all the injuries he's had. Um, even trade out Jones for some uh, for him. Uh, I really, I'm really not sure where they are going right now. Um, they have been sitting, you know, they've been in rebuild for since Eli Manning has left.
0: Yeah, well, it's going to be a good question to see what they end up doing, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that later on on the podcast. One thing I want to do, I want to give you guys a quick little nugget for all you guys that are going to be betting in the NFL this weekend. Um, Some things to look forward um, that might help you make your bets. These are some um, incentives that some of the players are going for. We talked about Odell Beckham. He needs 185 yards for 750K. Five catches will get him 250K. If he gets two touchdowns, He'll get 500K. Um, Some other people, we got Chris Jones. One sack will get him 1.2 mil, which is insane. DeAndre Hopkins, 49 yards away from 1 million himself. Seven catches will get him an extra 250,000. Um, Geno Smith, if they make the playoffs, will get an extra two million on his contract. Dalton Schultz will be someone to look at as well. Four catches will give him two hundred and fifty k. He's done that in his last five games. Six catches will get him an extra five hundred k. Um, Levante David, one sack will give him one hundred and fifty k. Jadavion Clowney is just one sack away from seven hundred and fifty k, which is insane. And uh, one other person, Alexander Madison, if he has a good game rushing, um, 125 rushing yards, more exact, he'll get $650,000. So a little bit of something um, that a lot of players will try to hit those incentives and something that could help you out for betting. Little Mm. bonus, and we got extra bonuses all around. Score big with our double play parlay. Whether you're chasing hoops or hitting the ice, Take your game to the next level with a 10% profit boost on any four-plus-leg parlay for basketball or hockey. Craft your winning parlay with eligible hockey and basketball wagers. Don't miss out on the action. Boost your bets daily, Monday through Friday. Just hit the boost button on your bet slip and aim for a maximum winnings of up to $10,000. Your shot at easy money starts now. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342. Let's talk hoops. We have the Phoenix Suns who had a four-game winning streak coming into Wednesday going up against a streaking Clippers team themselves. Um, Kevin Durant did not play. They ended up taking a loss there. And, you know, again, when we don't have the full big three there, they just seem to be a totally different team. What can you take from that game against the Clippers who have really been
2: surging the last few weeks? Yeah, we came on a podcast last week and we spoke about overrated and underrated teams. I, I want to switch that up. You know, the Clippers have been uh, doing good lately, uh, especially when Kawhi's in that lineup. I think the most overrated team is the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, they're very overrated this year, and uh, they played no defense really at all. With the loss of Drew Holiday, that really hurt them at the point guard position. Yep. And, and even um, overall defense, they just they just don't look to be there. They look to be a step behind. The Indiana Pacers have already beat them, I think, three or four times this year already. And it's, it's looking like the the Bucks maybe need to probably make a move to, and, and look to do something to, to that roster. I don't know. They have a great roster, though. I, I really don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, well,
1: you you did mention something there, Mr. Outlaw. The the amount of points that basically have been scored in these games recently. The other day, we had a historic day. There was four games being played, and all the teams had over 130 points, which has never happened before. Um, so... And that goes to the no defense being played. Yeah,
2: five teams. We got the the Pistons with one hundred and forty eight. We mm-hmm. got the Jazz at one fifty four. We got the Hawks that was one forty one. We had the Pacers. That Pacers and Bucks game. The Pacers oh. put up mm-hmm. one forty two on them, and the uh, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers with one hundred and forty points. And yeah, like you said, the, those totals have, have been going over. But yeah, go ahead, Jenna.
1: Well, that's that's basically what I was gonna say. It's that no defense that's being played on. Basically all of those teams, if you look at them. Um, so, uh, but like you said, Suns coming in, breaking that win streak uh, or breaking that losing streak, getting on a, on a win streak now. Um, and now we're seeing that KD is out. So the big three really haven't been playing together. And that's when they get their wins. Is that something that we've been seeing more recently? Or you think that's just a fluke?
0: Nah, it's, it's a big deal. I mean, when you don't have your full roster, it, it's always going to hurt. And, you know, the big three, if you're missing just one of those three, it's, it's going to hurt big time. Um, one thing I am seeing that if we want to be on a positive side is Bo Bo has yeah. been playing more, yep. and he's been looking pretty good. He's gotten uh, the eyes of some, you know, legends. Shaq, for one, Shaq has mentioned that Bo Bo could be another Wimby. Um if he can just get more minutes. Um, what do you think about Bobo and his production the last couple of games?
2: Yeah, no, Bobo is a is a baller. Um, even with the magic, he he hasn't you know, he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. But when he was in a game, he was you know, he's productive. Those Euro step, he's he's tall, he's long, mm-hmm. block shots, re good rebounder, and just he's his presence is is a good mm-hmm. presence anytime he's on the court. So hopefully you know, when Katie's back, he can still find some more minutes and still find a way to be productive and stay on the court. Cause I, I like Bobo. All
0: right, I do want to transition real fast. We need to talk about the Detroit Pistons, and they just snapped their twenty-eight game losing streak. Everyone can go and get their wings from Wingstop now, but they're only three and thirty-one. Now that we're entering twenty twenty-four, Jenna, where should they go from here?
1: Have to have the um wherewithal to basically make a trade really soon Uh, they need to figure out who they can add to their roster who's going to help them make plays they don't have anyone right now who's really stepping up and making that choice of I'm the leader of this team Um, we've seen we've seen their players basically just put their hands up and they are trying they are trying to win these games it's not like these scores are low for them Um, the other teams this year have just really been better yeah,
2: um, they got they some nice young talent. Yeah. You know, we spoke about they got Kay Cunningham, they got Jaden Ivy. They got some, some very nice young talent. You know, just to for them to get that win and break that losing streak was a good, you know, momentum momentum booster, and uh, you know, locker room morale, you know, is, is built from that. But I don't think they win. You know, they don't they don't find themselves in the playoff spot or anything yeah. like that. It was just more so of you know, see what they can do, see mm-hmm. if they can string a couple wins together, yeah. and I think they they've had one since then too. So they yes. have they've had two. Yeah. So you know yeah, they'll, they'll, it's the NBA's 82 game season. They'll string they'll they'll win a couple games, but in terms of seeing you know something special out of them out of them seeing them like a playoff spot or a play in spot. Not this year, you know, hold your horses. Mm-hmm. But okay, so how many games do you guys think it, that you'll see those fans over at Wingstop?
1: Oh, uh, what are they at right now? Uh three wins. three wins, right?
2: No, I thought it was four. Oh four, because yeah,
1: they got another one. Yeah, they got another so one.
2: Four wins. Um, so they're at four wins. May- I think maybe they win Oh no, they're at three wins. Okay, three. Three and thirty one. Okay. They probably win Let's- twenty games.
1: he's giving them 17 more games
2: yeah 15 15 to 20 more okay okay
1: i'm gonna go a little bit less than that i'm gonna say 15 and that's being nice i really want to go 12 but i'm trying to be really nice right now and say 15 so i'm gonna go 15
0: and I'm actually not going to be nice, and I'm going to say 12. I think 12 <laughs> will be the max that they get. I mean, yo, it's nice that they got their win, but yep. I want to say their schedule coming up. They have a couple of winnable games, but I, I don't know. I, I thought that this could improve something, and they still you know went back to being on a losing streak. Um, one thing, Mr. Allah, I love hearing your picks. We got a game tonight, the Miami Heat versus the Phoenix Suns. No KD. I want to say Miami is without um, Jimmy Butler. The line is at minus four. But I don't know. Maybe we look at the over and under with how crazy, you know, that's been. Um, Mr. Outlaw, can you
2: give me a quick pick? A quick pick for this game tonight. Let's see here. Um, Yeah, so it's minus four. I would definitely – I wouldn't look at that over. Um, I would take – the uh, I'll take the Phoenix Suns in the first half. It's probably like minus two. I'll do that. Maybe, you know, the fans behind them, they get off to a quick start. You know, KD's out. You still got Booker. You still got Bill. Ball Ball's been playing nice. Their center, uh, Nur- Nurkic, is is um playing good basketball. When Jimmy Butler's not in that lineup, the uh, Miami Heat is a different team on the road. So, um, I'll take the Suns. Yeah, I'll definitely take the Suns in the first half.
0: All right, I like that pick. And remember, tip-off is at 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. And don't forget about the Arizona Happy Hour. Whether you're shouting for Arizona or against them, we have the ultimate win-win for you. It's the Arizona Happy Hour. Tune in for the game and one hour before kickoff. Lock in your bets because we're giving you a fantastic 5% boost on your profits. Straight bets, parlays, you name it. If it involves Arizona, you're in the game. The happy hour excitement lasts until one hour into the match, so don't miss out. Place your bets, catch the action, and let the winning vibes flow during Arizona happy hour. Remember to bet with your head and not above it. If you have a gambling problem, call the Problem Gambling Helpline at 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342. It is the new year and I am happy to bring in my guy Nolan for Nolan's Better Angle. All right, we have my guy Nolan back with the Better Angle. And Nolan, this is going to be an interesting week for betters because we are here at the last week of the season. I still can't believe that we're here, week 18. And it gets kind of tricky because, you know, you have some teams that are still playing for a playoff spot and you have other teams that aren't playing for anything. They're not motivated to really do anything. So we, we see a lot of teams start ben- benching their starters or want to see, you know, how the second and third stringers, you know, come in and play, maybe try to build something for next season. How does this, w- when it comes to handicapping, how does this work with betters?
3: Well, you nailed it right there. Uh, the NFL is very difficult to beat anyway on a regular regular season game and add all the complexity and mixed motivations uh, and angles and so forth and weather uh to to the final week and it becomes really a a crapshoot to use a gambling term so i think what you and i are going to do is we're going to look at some of these games and you and i are going to actually handicap a few of these games and it's going to come down to i'm going to ask you at the end of this i'm giving you a warning row i'm going to ask you what you think the best betting situation is now let's take i'm going to take four games these lines are active right now as of um uh, when we're recording this at desert diamond sports these are the lines on a few of the games now these are what what we would call wacky lines like what in the world are these lines what what are people thinking? Well, it's it's just like you say, Ro. It's based on uh, a lot of starters being rested for uh, the good teams and then nothing to play for us, quote unquote. Uh, anyway, here's some of those wacky lines and crazy games that we would never see a line like this normally. Saturday's game, uh, Pittsburgh going into Baltimore, usually a close game. The Steelers are favored by three and a half points. Isn't that crazy? All right, next one. Buffalo going into Miami. Miami should be favored, right? Has the better record at home. No, the Buffalo Bills minus three in that game. What a crazy line. By the way, both of those teams have a lot to play for because the AFC East title is on the line. How about Cincinnati playing Cleveland? Another Ohio cross-state rivalry. A lot of uh, you know history in, in this rivalry. Cincinnati is not even in the playoffs and they're laying a touchdown minus. Seven to the Browns? That's crazy, right? And then the big the big the, the one that really just made me like fall out of my chair is the Kansas City Chiefs. Wait a minute. The Chiefs won, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. They're playing uh, uh the Chargers and the Chargers are favored by three and a half. What in the world are these lines makers, these odds makers, these crazy people thinking? Okay, so that's a long build-up. I want you to tell me of those four games. Games, what do you think the best bet of those four? Uh, and I can repeat them if necessary. But what is the best bet on the card? And tell me why. And then I'm going to tell you why you're right or wrong.
0: All right, ooh, put me on the spot.
3: Let's I see.
0: <laughs> Looking at the games, ah, uh, I, I want to look at the team that you know still has something to play for, and I'm probably going to look at the team that is at home. And I want to say, you know, I'm probably will look at the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Cleveland Browns. Okay. And which side would you take? And I will take the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, because? Um, they're at home and if I'm not mistaken, they still have a chance, an outside chance of getting in. Okay. Well, I, that's,
3: it's interesting. I, I, I maybe maybe go back and look at my notes. Maybe you'll put me on a winner here. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you real quick uh, uh, why, why to stay away from these games, actually. Uh, except, for, except for one. Uh, 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 Pittsburgh going into Baltimore. It's going to... Look at the weather. It's 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 early January. It's going to be cold and rainy. Do you know how difficult it is to hold a football when it's 34 degrees and turning to sleep? By the way, there's a 92% chance of showers tomorrow in Baltimore for that game this is a crapshoot. Uh, by the way Ro I'm guessing you you're, you're, you look very athletic well I'm a couch potato I can't I can't imagine <laughs> I can't imagine gripping a football when it's 33 degrees or something so stay away from that game that's a crapshoot. shoot uh, Pittsburgh favored you're gonna lay points in the rain no you skip yeah. that game uh, Cincinnati Cleveland uh, that seems crazy but you know the Browns are they still have the nucleus. It's not like the, the entire team is resting. Uh, I, I, that's just too many points to me. But I understand your, your logic there about why you might you know, pick Cincinnati. But, boy, that's a lot of points to lay in a rivalry. That's a touchdown. Uh, Kansas City, uh, you're supposed to take the Chargers here because Andy Reid has announced he's not playing anybody. And this is the Chargers Super Bowl. The problem is the Chargers are just awful. They they lost by ten to their backup quarterback of the Broncos last week, and they lost by whatever a million points to the Raiders if you remember <laughs> a few weeks ago. You're Raiders, uh, Roe, so you know you stay. You don't do not be suckered into playing the Chargers. Now that leaves one game, and here's the here's the reason why I think we should we should take uh, uh, this this particular spot. It is the Buffalo Bills minus three. That sounds crazy, but the line is three for a reason. Here's what people are not looking at, maybe haven't seen enough. The injury situation for the Dolphins is dire. 19 players on the Dolphins this week missed parts of practice. Two linebackers are not playing. And and, and Buffalo has everything to play for. This is a team that's won, what, five straight or... Something like that. Miami is in a tailspin. Buffalo is the better team right now, and Miami is limping into the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs, but this is a team that's in trouble. Uh, so, this is the one spot that you say, Why is the line Buffalo minus three? It's minus three because of injuries, and Buffalo is peaking at the right time. So, that's the best play, in my view, of these four wacky line games.
0: And this is why we have you on to have the information like that. That is huge. You're talking about 19 players. Yeah, I'm definitely taking some notes myself right now for this weekend. That is a great play. Wow. And and yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo has a really good team with um, Josh Allen and you know their offense and even defensively they've looked really really good. Nolan, thank you so much for that. And we can't wait to have you back for facts in 40. Thanks so much. Me too. And I can't wait for the playoffs to
3: begin too.
0: Thanks, Ron. Thanks, Nolan, for that again. Week 18 is gonna be wild, and I am definitely gonna take your tip and run with it.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Nolan. We always love to hear from you. And you know, we love to see you from Sunny Vegas over there.
2: Yeah, Nolan, appreciate the, you know, everything you do. Good better angle, but I just wanted to touch on something real quick. Um, it, you know, bro, you're a betting person too, you know, just like myself. Jenna, not so much. But have you had any bad beats or any any um, bets that you like, man, this, this really hurt, it, um, you know, recently?
0: Yes, I have. Um, I had a nice six-leg parlay that um, I want to say I hit five legs and I was waiting for Giannis Antetokounmpo, of all people to get one block shot.
2: Yeah. And yeah. That one he, block shot what was it, minus 200?
0: I think so. Yeah, I think so. He that, and yeah. he ended. And he had been, I want to say the last five or six games had at least two block shots. And just one game did not get one for me. So that one kind of hurt. What about you, Mr. Allah? Yeah. So,
2: me, um, this last past weekend, the 49ers were playing. You know, I like to take that team over in touchdowns. Um, it was at three and a half, you know, like it usually is. And, you know, they were sitting at three, um, you know, towards the end of the game. The uh, running back, uh, McCaffrey, you know, he got injured at, towards the end. So, they had Elijah Mitchell in. It was fourth and – I mean, it was first and goal, right, at the 10. So, then it's second and seven. You know, it's like third and four, right? So, then we get to fourth and one. So, I just need this, this touchdown and that hits my over, right? Fourth and one. And the Washington Commanders stuffed the 49ers, and I don't get the over, and that that stuck, man. That that kind of stung, man, and that I felt that one. That I, I really
0: felt that one. Yo, that is tough. You know, maybe we need to um go to the
2: Niners, and be like, hey, you guys need to learn the tush push, cause you know. are <laughs> about to do something. I'm like, man, that that hurt, man. First and goal, and not to get it. That yeah, that that, that
0: stung. That is wild. Well, we're going to hop in from pros to college, and we have a huge game coming up Monday night. We have Michigan versus Washington for the championship. Now, right now, the game is sitting at minus 4.5 on the Desert Diamond Sports app. And, Mr. Outlaw, we've been talking a lot. You have been favoring Washington a lot, um, you know, during this run. Are we still sticking with Washington?
2: Yeah, I like Washington. You know, the line is in that plus four and a half for Washington. But you know what? We don't need those points. We'll just take the Washington Huskies on the money line. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know. See a Pac-12
1: win before before the Pac-12s no more?
2: Yeah. um, Hardball, you're still questionable to me in terms of what you did. You got suspended. So (laughs) I don't want nothing to do with that side of, uh, you know, football. So go Washington Huskies.
1: And I feel like a lot of people are leaning that way this year as well. Um, other people are just ignoring what he did, saying it's part of the game. It's not the oh, he's not the first one to do it. Oh, he's the first one to get caught. Um, but uh I'm liking, like you said, Washington. However, JG Macca- uh McCarthy is one of has only lost one game in his whole career. He is twenty-six and one his last loss last year at the Fiesta Bowl. Um, and this year he got that win. They Last year he, he had to go out, CTCU, um, with the confetti dropping over them. This year he went into the press conference very, very differently. Um, no towel over his head this year. Um, he has played some really good football for Michigan and i don't know if you saw what harborough said but he said that he was the best quarterback to ever come out of michigan Wow! what is your thoughts on that
2: so did tom brady break any records over there at michigan or he was just an average quarterback he
1: was he was an average quarterback as many know tom brady went in the sixth fifth six right sixth round of the um the draft he was he was an average uh quarterback at the time, uh, he came in, you know, same time as Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, that that whole group. Um, so he was sitting very low. However, his numbers were not bad. His numbers were still good. Michigan was not a bad team. I'm pretty sure they made the playoffs um, while he was there. So it's just really funny to see him say that, especially now that he's retired. I don't think he would say that if Tom Brady was still actually playing in, in football in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, hey, maybe he can make a case. I don't know for sure, but I can't wait to watch the game. It's going to be so exciting. And, you know, me, I've been following Washington. I'm a big Pac-12 guy, and I hope Washington does this for it. would just be a fitting way to close out the Pac-12 conference. All right, we are bringing our guy Nolan, who might have a little insight on this college football game. It's Nolan's Facts in Forty. All right, welcome back, Nolan. We have Facts in 40 and we have a big game coming up Monday. It is finally here, the college football championship. And we have the Washington Huskies versus the Michigan Wolverines. Do you have any things for us to look at in this game?
3: Well, thank you, Ro, and let's look at the line. It's uh, the uh, Michigan Wolverines minus four and a half. The line, uh, sorry, the betting total at over under is 56. Uh, 56 and a half it could be by game time, it may go up a little bit. Anyway, here's the facts in 40 on this game uh, it, based on historical trends. Did you know that the favorites have covered, the favorites have covered in four straight games? Now you think, oh wow, this is a really important trend, right? Maybe we'll just take Michigan and lay the points. Well, here's the problem with that. Prior to the four straight covers of the favorites, the dog, the underdog, had won six straight games. <laughs> so, which trend? Which trend do you, do you do you go with here? Well, you just throw them out because what they do is the term we use in handicapping is they have a counseling out factor. So, is there anything we can learn from this big game? Everybody's watching; it's real exciting. All these these twenty-two-year-old kids have never been in this spot before. And yes, there is because this is an adrenaline rush of their young lifetimes. And what does that mean? It means points. Last 10 games, overs, eight and two. Eight overs, just two unders in the last 10 national championship games. This total is not as high as it could be. Uh, Again, 56, 56 and a half. This could be a shootout, just like we saw in the Texas Washington game where they scored something like 70 points. So I think the play here is the over uh, the total in the national championship.
0: Nolan, thank you for that. And for all my listeners out there, remember, um, as you wait longer, the lines are subject to change. So if you're listening um, right now and you see that, you know, you get on the website and it's changed, you know, just take that in mind as well. But yo, that is a big, big, big key, big facts. And this is why we have you on for Facts in 40.
3: Well, let's just go. I just say, go offense. When you're cheering for the over, you say, go, go, go. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Yeah. And you're the most popular guy in the room because you're always cheering when they're scoring. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Thank
0: you, Nolan. Thank you, Ro. Nolan, thank you so much for that. We got a special segment we're going to do. It's the new year. New me segment where we're going to guess a few of these names whether it be players or coaches, and kind of guess where they're going to go. So we'll do a quick um, little round. We'll start off with Dangerous Russell Wilson. Where do we see him playing in 2024?
2: If I had one guess, I would guess the Raiders would be my. Would be my oh, guest.
1: I was going to say the bench. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: uh, what, like a backup? Yeah. Okay. Oh,
1: yeah. I think that, you well, know, his this. For first time year-
2: in, a career, in his career, he'll be a backup.
1: Uh, what has he done for the Denver Broncos?
2: Yeah, not not much at all. Definitely not much at all.
1: I think he sits the bench. I think that he might stay on the Broncos, but they might get a quarterback and have him sit the bench.
2: Yeah, no, I think the Broncos definitely move on from him. Um, that's why they're sitting him for these last couple games. But I do think up he ends up to a team like the um, the Raiders who doesn't have a you know a solid quarterback that they can you know count on.
1: So just going off that, you don't think they're gonna stay with O'Connell?
2: He'll be there. He'll be he'll be the backup, and then I think uh, Jimmy G will be gone. I could see the Raiders being a possibility,
0: um, you know, mainly because Sierra might um, announce her residency in Las Vegas and it'll just be a big party. But um, honestly, I can't see him being a backup quarterback somewhere. I mean, I know he hasn't really been good. I would say give me the Raiders or the Falcons. Um, Bill Belichick.
1: Retired.
2: Bill, yeah, retired. I'll take him. I'll go retired.
0: I think retired as well. We might see him in the booth somewhere. We might actually see him crack a smile here and there. Yeah, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh.
1: Well, it depends what happens with this game. He wins, he stays. He loses, we see what Michigan does uh, if they actually take accountability for themselves, or if they just let this kind of ride out. Um, we'll we'll see. I. I think, like I said, if they win, he definitely stays.
2: Yeah, I think he stays. I think he stays in Michigan after their loss to the Huskies. (laughs) (laughs) I think win or lose, he says forget
0: college football, forget all you guys up there. I'm going to L.A. and being the coach of the Los Angeles Chargers.
2: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Nice take, nice take, yeah.
0: Derrick Henry.
1: Dang, that's a good one. Uh, Chicago
2: Bears. Of course, you're gonna say that. Bears. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can see him on the Bears. Uh, I can you say see
1: that, and I, and I, I could see him on the Bears. If if he does, yeah, I could see him on the Bears. We're gonna go with that. We're gonna go with that.
2: I
0: see him on the Bears. I mean, hey, can you imagine? Justin Fields, DJ Moore, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Derrick yeah, Henry I can
2: see him on the Bears definitely.
0: Speaking of quarterbacks and Justin Fields, we got to talk about it. I mean, they're going to have the number 1 overall pick. Do they trade Justin? Is he going to be somewhere else? Where do we see Justin Fields?
2: Well, I think he stays with the Bears. Yeah, I think I think um he's proven himself enough to where you know they'll keep them. They're, this team likes him. The locker room likes them. The fans love them. So yeah,
1: yeah I agree. Um, I think we we touched a little bit on this earlier, but I agree. I think they they don't get a quarterback this this um, draft, and they they stick or maybe just a backup quarterback, but definitely not in the first round there. And I think they stick with Justin Fields.
0: Atlanta Hawks have been struggling this year. They're sitting at tenth at fourteen and nineteen. Trey Young's name was you know spread around in the summertime. Will Trey Young still be on the Hawks after the trade deadline this year?
1: I think so. I think that the fans uh, they like Trey Young. They like his attitude that he brings to their team. Um, I mean, he's a menace at MSG. So uh, I think he stays on Atlanta at least another year. Um, you can't you can't really fault one person for the whole team's failure in a year and Trey Young's one person and he's been kicking butt for them since he's been a rookie. So I think they, they, they ride the wave a little bit longer with him this year and potentially by next year's trade deadline, I might be saying something different, but for right now, I think he stays on the, on the Hawks.
2: Yeah, I definitely think he stays on the Hawks, but I do think the Hawks uh, do something with their roster, maybe move uh, Murray somewhere and, and do, you know, do something with the roster because, you know, they've been a playoff team, but they're trying to get over the hump and they, they, Really can't seem to do that, you know, try to get over the hump and win, win a few playoff series.
0: And the last person I'll mention is Draymond Green.
1: Um, So I'm seeing right now from from Woj there that he's started to come back into the facility at the Warriors um, in Golden State. So I'm not sure. If he leaves, I'm um, really not. I think that you know he's a he's one of those loyal guys. He likes to stay with his his crew, and his crew stayed pretty loyal to them, uh, him minus one, obviously. Um, but uh, I think he stays the Warriors. I think that basically all of them want to retire there. They want to, you know, have their legacy be at in Golden State. And he just needs to get his anger in check, and he'll be able to stay there and play some good basketball.
2: I don't think he – I don't think – yeah, so actually I think he stays there for this year, but I think he'll definitely be gone next year, and I think they do something with that roster next year. They're definitely not going to win a championship this year, I don't think. Uh, Who knows? I I think they make the playoffs, but I don't think they do anything past, you know, first, second round.
1: So question for you, he is um, a little bit older, in terms of basketball players um next year he'll be 34 um do you think that this is his wake-up call and he you know kind of re- lets this play out and retires after this or do you think we'll see Draymond playing some more basketball
2: he'll definitely be playing basketball next year somewhere but I don't think he retires I just think this is le- probably his last year in Golden State yeah, I think he'll still be playing basketball somewhere,
0: and if I had to guess, um, he'll probably join LeBron because he is a um, clutch client mm-hmm. and, you know, jump on that team and, and try and win a championship with LeBron.
1: Overrated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, what's not overrated is the awesome, awesome, awesome translations in Getting Lost in Translation with Jenna. Ooh. Guten talk.
1: Guten Tag, Mr. Outlaw, Bro. Um, here we go. I'm gonna start off. Um, we kind of touched on this topic a little bit, so hopefully we do get it today. The Divisionalists teil sind in noch uh, unter Schieden, die meisten vor einem Seasonfinale seit es auch wir im Jahre 2014 gab.
0: Oh my goodness! I mean, I felt like I've heard a little Minnesota Viking in that. Season finale, Minnesota. You got
1: season finale right.
0: Okay. Um. I guess not the Vikings. <laughs> Five thousand. Did I hear that correctly? Five thousand. Five thousand. no. Oh. Five thousand.
1: Five
0: thousand. I don't know, Mr. Outlaw. You
2: got something? Um. So I think I get uh the season finale for the I, so I <laughs> here's what I got here Mr. Allah will be at the Cardinals game for the season finale versus the Seahawks Seattle Seahawks
1: Um good guess but no no not not that uh Ro, you got one more Um well I'll just give it to you. You want me to say it again or okay division divisional t- titles sent not knock unchanged, the meisten for a einem season finale, since it was 2014 in 2014. Does
0: this have anything to do with the Tennessee Titans season finale game?
1: Not the Tennessee Titans.
0: Okay, I give up. <laughs>
1: Mr. Outlaw, you done? Um. got anything
2: else? Odell Beckham has an incentive to get two touchdowns for the season finale? No, but Uh we
1: are on NFL, so we are on the right topic. So Four division titles are still up for grabs, Um, and this has been the most coming into the final week, season finale, of... um, The only time this happened before was 2014, Okay. Yep.
0: Okay, I see. Okay, I, my 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 ears are starting to open up a little bit more. So, Spy, spy Thousand is what?
2: Spy Thousand is two thousand. Oh, Spy Thousand is two thousand. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, Spy Thousand Fiat two thousand fourteen.
0: Okay. All right, yo. If there's anyone out there. That um, can actually do a better job. Let us know in the comment section <laughs> if you can, um, if you're just getting lost in translation with us, or if you're actually figuring it out as well. Love to hear you play along. All right, it is time for the host's best bets of the weekend. Mister Outlaw, give me your best bet this weekend.
2: Okay, my best bet for the weekend. I will actually be at this game. It is going to be the Cardinals versus Seahawks game. I am going to take the over forty seven and a half points. I think this would be a high scoring game, as we already saw. The Arizona Cardinals, their offense was, you know, pretty much clicking last week and Seahawks they have a very explosive offense with the wide receivers. Um yeah, with explosive wide receivers, explosive running back. So I'm I'm really expecting a, you know, high scoring shootout. The Seahawks need this game in order to make the playoffs too as well. So I also have a prop bet in this actual same game. I'm taking over two-and-a-half touchdowns at uh, minus 112 on the Desert Diamond Sportsbook app. I think the Cardinals get that easy. Um, Yeah, I think they get an easy three touchdowns. You know, James Conner finds the Mm -hmm. end zone. Um, Kyler Murray throws for one, runs in for one. Uh, I really think it's going to be a high-scoring game.
1: Um, I'm going to the NHL, which is something we don't – you Okay, often.
2: NHL, little hockey. Uh-huh. Okay. So the Coyotes. Panthers.
1: The Panthers are playing the Avalanche tomorrow. Um, Avalanche and Panthers are both pretty even teams. I'm taking the Panthers. They're sitting at the underdogs right now. However, out of nine games, they've been the underdogs. At four games, they've won. And the Avalanche are usually the favorites. And they've only won 23 of the games that they've been favored in out of 35. So okay. I'm taking the Panthers. Um they they've won the last four four games. Their their last ten games, they're seven and three. I'm going with the Panthers uh over the Avalanche.
2: Nice. That's a nice pick there. That is. Those are
0: both great picks. And I think I'm gonna piggyback off of Nolan's better angle and take the Buffalo Bills minus two and a half. You can find us at minus one seventeen on the Desert Diamond Sports app. The Miami Dolphins are gonna be missing nineteen key guys Mm. and Buffalo. Is, is looking good and they still have something to play for. Josh Allen, again, we talked about him earlier in the this, in this show. You know, he has something to prove and I see Buffalo easily covering the minus two and a half. Those are our best bets of the weekend and we have Nolan's Trivia Answer for what all you listeners have been waiting for. Alright, this is what all the listeners have been waiting for. Nolan's Trivia Answer. All right, so the question this week,
3: Row, was what is the all-time winningest NFL franchise in history, all the games they've played in their entire history, what's the winningest franchise or fr- winningest team? And the answer is, it's the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, they started playing in 1960. And by the way, if the Cowboys reach the Super Bowl, that will be their 1,000th uh a uh, game in the history of that franchise no no joke so if, if Dallas the Dallas Bowl won that's what one, number 1000 and the Cowboys have won nearly 58% of all the games they've played in their entire history number 2 the Green Bay Packers a long history dating back to nineteen twenty-one. They won about fifty-six percent of all games. By the way, I'm gonna throw this back at you. A real quick, Trivia. Who do you think is the worst franchise in terms of winning percentage all time? Um, quick, I'll say Detroit Lions. That's a good answer, Uh, but it's wrong. (laughs) The the, the Lions actually were a pretty good team back in the 50s, and we won't get into all that, but it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they've only won about 40% of their games all-time. The Houston Texans are 31st, and the Cardinals, Chicago Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals, Phoenix Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, it doesn't matter what you call these Cardinals, they're 29th. They've only won about 43% of all the games in their history. That's the answer
0: to today's trivia question. How about them Cowboys? Nolan, thank (laughs) you for that and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you. All right, Nolan, thank you for that. Um, Jenna, you have one last thing to say?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, So this weekend, obviously, we said last weekend of the NHL or NFL. um, What records? I don't know if you guys saw this, but there are about 15 to 20 records that could be broken this weekend. Um, if there's any that you know about, do you think any of them will be broken this weekend?
0: I know I've seen Tyreek Hill um, had a chance to break the receiving record with 248 receiving yards. Um, and he needs four more catches. Ironically, I don't know if this was just for protection or whatever. Um, some of you guys might have saw that his home had caught on fire. Ooh, ooh, Tyreek Hill? Tyreek Hill, yes. Oh, wow, his, very unfortunate. His mansion. Yeah. Um, I guess there was a child... That was playing with a lighter, dropped it, and dropped it, and yes, and you know, ended up setting fire. And if you look on a video when Tyreek Hill was with his family, he was sporting a walking boot. So I don't know if he'll get the 248 yards if he does play. If he does, I I could easily see the four receptions, but I don't know. What about you, Jenna?
1: well, like I said earlier, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are both going after Cam Newton's record for uh, most rushing touchdowns. I do believe one of them will get them this week. Um, my, I'm favoring Josh Allen in that just based on his previous games of play. So I think that Josh Allen will, be, uh, will beat Cam Newton's record and be the sole owner of that record, um, holding that record.
2: Okay, okay yeah i'm gonna go with, I, yeah i really don't know um about the you know the record breaking hopefully uh tyreek hill you know does that and recovers from that from that fire i also got one more question for you guys you know before we get out of here what was one what was you guys favorite moment from 2023 in terms of sports my favorite moment in sports last year was the super bowl um yeah it was out here you know mm-hmm. in cardinal stadium Desert Diamond Sports actually hosted one of the best watch parties ever. Uh, we had Ed Reed there, we had Rondell Moore there. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of people were there. Everyone was having fun, and it was a great atmosphere. So that was one of my favorite moments of, you know, 2023. What was what was yours, Jenna? Uh,
1: mine was the Diamondbacks making the World Series. Um, I got to attend two of the three game, the World Series games. I attended a lot of the playoff games. Um, I got to go on the field during the World Series. So for me, that was one of the best moments in the 2023 season was for the D-backs to go to the World Series.
0: And, Mr. Allah, I think I agree with you with the Super Bowl being out here. That was probably my favorite moment. Um, I also hosted a watch party. I got to go to a lot of different parties, met a lot of NFL players throughout the weekend. It was a crazy week. It, it was a wild weekend. And that was something we that – waste
1: management that weekend, too. It was <laughs> a wild
0: weekend. It was insane. And it was parties after parties. Um, you know, I would never forget that weekend. It, it was just a great weekend. And we want to thank you guys for continuing to listen to the podcast. You guys make us want to just give you guys more info. We have a blast. And we're happy to jump into 2024 with another Winner's Circle podcast. Have a great one, everybody. Peace.
1: Peace out. The Winner's Circle podcast is brought to you by Desert Dining
3: Sports, Arizona's only locally owned sports book. Bet local, when local.